there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another episode of T4C. I am so glad you press play. If you're interested in design, whether for websites, logos, printed material, you get the idea, then this is the episode for you. Because my next guest is a graphic designer who helped to reinvent the global brand of a nonprofit, including its logo, website, and all of its collateral materials. But before I introduce you to Acacia Betancourt, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's our weekly newsletter that frankly could use some of Acacia's talents to make it visually more appealing, but the content is what matters the most, right? And my friends, when you sign up, you get the lowdown on all of the episodes we're going to be featuring that week. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at Time the number four, coffee.org, and sign up. It's right there on the homepage. Now grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated brew, because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest is Acacia Betancourt, a senior graphic and UX designer at Global Giving. Over the last decade since she graduated from college, Acacia has worked as the head of an art program, a video producer, editor and designer, and a graphic designer for a variety of brands and companies. Acacia, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? Hi, Andrea. I am. I'm so excited to be here and can't wait to talk about some design stuff. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to talk about it as well. And so let's get right into our 10 espresso shots with the first question. What entry-level jobs are available to young people, Acacia, who want to break into this field? Yeah. So there are a lot of design fields. There's branding design and print design and UX, which stands for user experience. UI stands for user interface. So that's kind of what the websites look like and how they interact. There are product designers, industrial designers, illustrators, animators. So there's a very broad range of jobs for, for designers graduating from school. And luckily, there are a lot of junior positions out at all different types of companies, whether it's nonprofits or for profits or ad agencies that typically are looking for people freshly graduated that have fresh ideas and are ready to go. So what do those titles look like in those entry level positions? Yeah, I think the entry level will really be called a junior designer most often. There are paid internships and fellowships, things like that. At Global Giving, we've had a design fellow for a 13-month contract at one point, and she was freshly graduated from school. But yeah, you you usually will see junior designer, junior UX designer, or sometimes actually we'll say entry level as well. Fantastic. Acacia, what is a useful skill or skills that you look for in the young people you hire? Well, I think that well-roundedness is very important, right? So we obviously want designers to have the hard design skills. So know the software that we use, have very good sense of color and typography and layout. And we're looking for those skills even right out of school. But in addition to all of the hard design skills, I think what's really important is communication skills. Can you explain your ideas well? Are you well-written? Are there typos in your work? That's another big thing that seems like a small thing 
but it really is important, especially if you're writing external emails or, you know, that kind of thing. I think having really good, solid writing skills and communication skills is good. And in addition to that, I think when hiring at at any level, really, people are looking for your personality and whether or not you're authentic and whether or not you're somebody that they're going to want to work with every day. So just having positivity and not being afraid to take initiative and and take your ideas and run with them is a very positive quality, especially in the lower level positions. Great. That's so helpful. Now, Keisha, I know you got your BFA in visual communications and graphic design, but is someone's major a deciding factor, in your opinion, to break into this profession? In other words, if they haven't studied it, is that a deal breaker? Design is very forgiving in this way. You know, I think there are a lot of other majors where you have to go to law school to be a lawyer, you have to go to medical school to be a doctor, that kind of thing. And design is very flexible. Not only is it a very broad field, but but designers benefit from having experience in other areas for sure. I'm sort of a unicorn in that my profession is what I majored in in college, but that doesn't necessarily have to be that way. A lot of my colleagues that or former colleagues and other designers I know that didn't necessarily major in design and majored in other maybe semi-related fields, but then wound up being a designer. So I think having a major in design is not necessarily a deciding factor. It's more where your ideas come from and how good your work is that matters. Wonderful. What about a graduate school degree and less so for those entry-level positions and maybe more so for people who really want to move up the chain of command and maybe one day even have their own firm? What do you think? Is that something that's essential to have? Well, I'll be honest. The advice that I have always heard my entire career is not to get a master's in design. Design is one of those things that you absolutely learn by doing. And you learn by the hands-on experience, by thinking through real problems. Not to say that you don't do that with a master's, but it's not really necessary to get to the higher level positions. It's actually more your experience, how you conduct yourself with clients and how good your work is that will help you move up. I think the one time it might be very helpful to get, or you have to get an MFA is if you would like to teach a design eventually. Got it. I'm yeah. sure there are a lot of sighs of relief out there from aspiring designers knowing <laughs> that they don't have to spend more money to try to get the kind of jobs and build the kind of career that they want, Acacia. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of life experiences outside of the classroom do you think are most useful for someone who's getting into this field? Well, I think that this is probably true for any job, but especially in design to be well-rounded. So to do other things and pursue your passions that are not about design. But once you start thinking about the world in terms of design, you'll never be able to stop. So really just trying to gain skills that help you think in a way that solves problems and sees things as problem solution. And that, that doesn't mean finding problems where there aren't any. But once you start to think like a designer and look around you and interact with your world and realize that everything was very intentionally designed, it can really help you sort of form your ideas about design and really inform your career, actually. So what does that look like to you? Well, I think that I'm speaking from user experience. From user experience design is really be a user of your own, the things that you make. So whether it's app design or, you know, thinking about how you can improve things. So 
the other thing I'll say is just start going to events, start pursuing the things that you're interested in and using online tools. There are so many free tutorials. So if you're, you think you might be interested in animation, whether you're in a class or not for it, just pursue the online courses, especially like free YouTube videos and things like that to start building skills in areas that you think you might want to go into. Gotcha. Acacia, what is the best part for you of being a designer? The best part is that it's fun. I always say that I feel very fortunate because I always feel like I have the most fun job of anybody, especially at Global Giving. I get to do I get to do the fun stuff. I get to work with colors, get to work with font. There's a big before and after in a lot of the things designers get to do in terms of redoing things and having big reveals and and really get to solve problems through a visual language. One of the things I enjoy absolutely the most is teaching other people about design. So helping them get as much enthusiasm as I do about design and helping them see the world in the way that I see it is super fun for me. Mm, I love looking at design. I love all of the colors yeah. and the shapes and I'm not talented in that regard, but I certainly am somebody who appreciates the excellent work that people like you do. So every job has its flip side, Acacia. Uh What is the part of your current job as graphic designer that sucks the most? Well, anyone at Global Giving has heard me say this a million times. It's very hard to be on a team of one. So Global Giving is a medium-sized nonprofit. And up until about five years ago, we hadn't had a designer in a very long time. So when I got there... And I would say this to anyone there now, it was a fixer upper. It needed the brand needed some help. And I was essentially responsible for that on my own. So I feel as though I've been in a bit of a vacuum and have had a lot of responsibilities on my shoulders. And everything that is considered design at Global Giving is my sole responsibility. So I would say the biggest challenge is being on a small small, lonely team. And that doesn't mean that we don't work together and collaborate, but it's been a challenge. Definitely. Yeah, I can definitely see where that would be difficult. Acacia, what is the best career advice that you've ever gotten? I had a professor in my school of design, visual communications at University of Arizona. And his name is Jackson Boltz. And he used to tell me nothing is original. And maybe there was a time where there were original things, but in the state of design right now, it sure feels like everything has been done one way or the other. And I happen to be a very big perfectionist. And so I think that that reminder that nothing is original, we're really just building on and improving and changing and doing a spin on things that have been done before was really helpful and sort of eased my anxiety about what I was creating. The other thing he always used to tell me is uh, don't freelance right out of school. And I did that anyway. (laughs) So do you know why he said that? He said that because he knew the importance of having a mentor and from learning from other designers. And so he didn't want us to be in a vacuum and to not have other inspiration and other collaboration around us. And sure enough, he was right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You learned the hard way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Acacia, we're down to our final two espresso shots. What movies, if any, or Hulu, Amazon, or Netflix shows, or even fiction books, do you think accurately depict this profession? One comes to mind that seems to relate to me in particular. I won't speak for other designers, 
but there's a book by William Gibson called Pattern Recognition. And the lead character, her name is Case Pollard. And as a little girl, my nickname was actually Casey for, for some reason. And she is a designer, but she's she's more of a brand consultant. So she gets sent all over the world to be shown these multi-million dollar logos and they pull her in to get her feedback and all she says is yes or no. And and then she gets a huge sum of money for that. Now that is not what my real life is like, but she is very particular about how everything looks, the brands on things. She has a very disgusted reaction to bad design and gets sort of physically ill when she sees bad brands and bad logos. I I've always related to her. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we'll include the name of that book in our show notes for sure. Final espresso shot, Acacia. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about this profession? That is an excellent question. I think there is a common misconception that all designers can draw. I sure am rusty at that one and haven't really done any solid drawings since college, really. And I think that design is so much more about your ideas than your hard skills. The skills will come and they come with practice, but they're not there. Designers don't just wake up and can make things day one necessarily. It's more about how you think in your sort of hunger to solve problems in a visual way. Acacia, you know what that means? Yeah. There's hope for me. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, there's so hope for you. I, I I think everybody, everybody has the capacity to learn design and to think in a design way. And, and all of the skills like drawing and all the software is it's really learned. So it's, it's practice just like anything. Well, I have a feeling that you are an amazing teacher. And if I ever had the opportunity to work with you, I could probably learn. Acacia, I want to thank you so much for making time for coffee today with me and the Time for Coffee community. This was really, really helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.